Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Called Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Ab Soul. This is K.O. And you listening to the Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. This is the show that you come up on, yeah. This is the spot that you come up strong. Hey, welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chetto, host and founder of the Come Up Show. Every Wednesday, we have a brand new guest. And today, my guest is Pluto. The Ninth Wonder. He released a brand new EP that's out on SoundCloud called Just For Now. And we talked about his birthday celebrations, the challenge that he had in creating this project. And he shared some some super important advice on why strategic planning is the most important skill that you need to have. Whether you're an artist or not, I think this applies to everybody. My conversation with Pluto on the Come Up Show. Let's go. Please introduce yourself. I am Pluto, the Ninth Wonder, R&B singer from Toronto, East End of Toronto, represent. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. And what kind of celebrator are you? Because some people are like, it's my birthday. Pay attention to me. This is my day. What did you, what, um, what are, how do you treat birthdays when they come around? Birthdays are a little different because I'm Muslim, right? So we don't really like, we don't look at birthdays as like, ah, oh, it's my day. It's kind of like a day that you're getting older. And getting older is a good thing, but it's also a day closer to passing away, you know? Uh, so they don't they don't represent it as much as, as uh, American culture. But um, I'm within the American culture, like North American culture. So we obviously have our days where we're like, yeah, 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 this is, this is my day. You know what I mean? I think that's going to be this Saturday coming up. Because <laughs> that's the that's the real party. Yesterday was just something really calm and cool and and really chill. So we'll see Saturday what it's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. pool party, pool party probably. Hopefully, because yeah. it's hot, man. It it's hot, bro. I can't do no club, bro. Can't do no club. Can't do anywhere else. It's hot, man. Like you, I need I need to I need to be in a pool, bro. I need to. to feel relaxed, and heat actually triggers violence as well. Too. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. These people are angry out here when it's humid. Oh my gosh, bro. Like yesterday, I just saw beer fights yesterday. Like, and it, and it's a Wednesday too. Like, it was a Wednesday, and I'm like, why do I see so many people fighting? Like, oh my gosh, man! I saw like two fights yesterday, and it wasn't even in the club district, so it wasn't like people were turning up and shit. It was just like people just randomly on the street just fighting. I'm like, yo, this is strange, man. <laughs> so you saying this right now is actually making me believe that because that is that is well, definitely it's actually st- st- stats. Yeah, yeah, it's it facts. Is. Facts? Okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. It's facts. facts. So you got into it because I, I don't know if I saw this on Instagram or whatever, but you just mentioned it as well, too. You are a Muslim. And for the people who are listening on a podcast right now, Pluto is white. What's your background? Uh, Italian and Scottish. Italian and Scottish. So how did you come to to being uh, a Muslim? Like, how does that happen? Especially Italian Scottish, right? Yeah. Usually, maybe you would have been, if there was a religious, maybe Christian or Catholic yeah. or whatever, but... How did that have a- I think it's like this like my perception of it since I since I started becoming a Muslim it was um in my mind is like religion has no color or ethnicity you know what I mean if the religion was supposed to be for you it will find you and it found me I had I had a few Muslim friends they they always looked like they were mad peaceful whenever they go to pray and come back and they were just really calm and I'm like yo like teach me about this you know what I mean and, I, and it was around the time I was kind of like soul searching because we all go through those moments where you're, you're contemplating like okay what happens after this what should I believe in what do I want to believe in what 
what will make me feel good as a human being because that's what religion is, right? It's like it's practice of a better lifestyle and uh, and praise. Yeah, so my friends just taught me about it, and it's something that, like, is imprinted in my mind. It's something that I can't, like, it's not like Christianity or, like, Catholic religion. It's not, nothing, no offense to any of the other religions, it's just Islam stuck to me the most. It's, like, burned into my, my brain, and uh, every small story I've ever heard, it's like, I can't forget that. And I don't know if it's, like, a, if it's like a gift or if, I, if it's that I'm really interested in it or if it's that it's meant for me, it's... But that's just how it is, you know. Being white is, I don't feel white in the religion. Like, people don't look at me in the mosque and say, like, oh, that white guy. Because, like, in in my mind, we all should be Muslim, you know what I mean? So I don't think that, like, seeing an Asian Muslim, seeing uh, seeing an African Muslim, it's, it's it doesn't bother me at all. And it doesn't bother anybody else. So it's just coming from certain areas, it's it's like, oh, how did you find that? It's an interesting story with some. But uh, with me, it's just I had a... I had a a bunch of Muslim friends, and uh, they blessed me with the opportunity to teach me about it, which mm-hmm. was which was dope. But what initially attracted you, uh, you're saying, is the sense of peace that they had mm-hmm. after they prayed. Yeah. That like, gravit you gravitated towards. Yeah, it's like, I I love people that are calm and collective. You know what I mean? And like, you just look at them and you're like, that person's there. You know what I mean? He's he's there, but he's 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 calm and he's collected. And he's just like, he knows himself. You know, like. Know thyself is the most important thing, and Islam is like a real practice of knowing who you are as an individual, spiritually, physically, and just everything. You know what I mean? So I love that. I really like. I really appreciate people that that can hold themselves together, like mentally and physically. And it's just I appreciate that really much, like a lot. So that's what the religion does for me, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's great. Just for now, it's your latest offering, four-track EP, and before that, Jessica was released in 2014, so it's been two years now, yeah. and fans can be impatient sometimes oh, in, yeah. that, in that two-year period oh, yeah. where they sometimes think artists are machines and they should just produce it and put it out right away. What happened in that two-year period for you as an artist and as a person? Your first EP is it, it tells a lot about one person, but uh, I mean, it's it, I really take it like the Kanye, like the the old Kanye. We all want the old Kanye, but like Kanye is just going to another level. You know what I mean? If he kept doing the same old shit, then it it would it would be boring. You know what I mean? He'd fall off, and people wouldn't appreciate him as much. If he kept doing the same old thing, they say, "I want the old Kanye." You're doing the same thing, just the better version. You know what I mean? It's all that. So so basically, in the two years, it's just like. I've been getting two years better, you know what I mean? Like, I've been learning a lot. I've been just living life and experiencing. And, like, after you release music, you enjoy life and what what life brings you, you know what I mean, uh, as an artist, and and uh, you experience it. And that's, that's basically what I've been doing, but just learning a lot, like, in the past two years, like, with writing, just vocally getting better because that's what – I try to do that's what we all try to do is just get better at what we do mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's a small project like I understand that it's a small project just like Jessica but that's why I called it just for now because it's just for now you know what I mean there's more coming later on although like it's a really small project and it's been two years it's like you only did four songs I actually have a lot more songs it's just they're not out yet you know I'm just saving them just still still touching it up and stuff and, and figuring out how we can make it better and better and better yeah, man, that's 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 my intention with just for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it's been two years, but I'm just two yeah. years better, you know. I'm growing up too, you know. Definitely have to get better than the last project, and I feel like your music's so potent, it's so high quality that 
those four tracks can hold you over and yeah. listen to them over and over again. But this EP, I believe, was a challenge for you compared to Jessica. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, tell me about that. It was different because, um, I mean, it's easy to grab a piano and serenade people, you know what I mean? I can do that forever if I wanted to because it's what I'm comfortable with. I know myself and I know what my strongest emotion is and how I can connect with people the most. It's through sadness, right? Beauty and the loneliness and sadness. Mm-hmm. The project was a challenge because it's like now you got to change it up sonically, you know what I mean? you got to give something to the, the ear that's listening to you, you know? People can bob their head to breathe, but they can't like like literally listen to it and be like oh this this is oh this is making me flow you know what i mean as to like a song like said so which is a little more you can move a little bit more to it you know so um that that comes up with its own challenges for me especially cuz i i'm still new to this you know mm-hmm. um i'm not exp- i'm not a veteran at all in any way shape or form i'm still a young man just trying to learn his craft and this was definitely like the first thing the first up tempo kind of thing i was doing like the first song I ever did that was part of this project was LA and that was like a year and a half ago almost two years ago and I did that and that was like legit the first time I've ever done like a four on the floor kind of track you know and uh and it was different so but it was cool I liked it I like the fact that I can I I performed it at uh uh when I opened for Kalani I I performed it for I think Manifesto Oh, I think manifesto and people are moving you know what I mean it's cool like instead of just listening to like breathe and, and rehab and they're like oh this is awesome they're standing there but LA kind of gets them in that mood to like mm-hmm. bounce you know what I mean and that's what I want that's what I want to inspire too like movement not just like like you listen to my story and you're like oh this guy's sick I want you to move a little bit you know what I mean yeah. that gets me pumped so I can get mm-hmm. you pumped even more you know mm-hmm. so that's what I was looking for in this project that was that was the main challenge just sonically how are you going to step it up like you got to yeah. There's different R&B. There's slow R&B. There's fast R&B. There's that really poppy R&B. And then there's just crazy wild R&B. Yeah. And you're saying variety is important, obviously. You want the variety to be able to put into your set and have take people through the different emotions. Mm -hmm. And you said an interesting thing. You know, you knew what your strongest emotion was, which was sadness. Tell me about that. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Basically, like, yo, man, honestly, before the whole, like, Jessica phase, Mm -hmm. If you guys, like, heard the music that I was making, it was the cheesiest, like, shit ever, man. Like, I'm telling you, the shit was not good. Like, what was it like? It was like, it was like I was singing, I was like, I was an acoustic artist, basically. I didn't yeah. do R&B at that time. Yeah. It was crazy because I, w- I was doing, ar- I was doing acoustic music and I was singing about, like, I'm love lost, yeah. And it was just like, I'm singing about, like, being love lost when I had the girl, you know what I mean? And then it happened. And then, like, I don't know what the hell happened, man. It's like... A, a, a super villain falls into a big batch of some some acidy thing, and then he becomes well, like a Joker, like, and then he becomes this like crazy world class villain, and but it sets off a trigger in their mind, you know what I mean? And then they, that's all they know now is like sadness isn't all I know, but it just that's turned me into the artist. That was the first time I ever felt a real emotion other than happiness. Like, it was a really real moment in my mind and like how I felt and to express like for having. The ability to express how I feel for the first time doing music, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, I wasn't making up any stories. I wasn't telling somebody else's story. I was singing my story and how I felt, like, word for word. Like, how am I feeling right now? Okay, like, had rehab this morning trying to clear you from my veins. You know, like, that's how I was feeling. So I'm telling all my stories. And, and this new project is a little bit less of that. There's, there's a, like, I'd say Tell Me and uh, Beauty and My Loneliness had that real, like, feeling to it of what I'm going through but um 
But everything else is just, as I said, I want it to sound good as well. Said so is kind of just like everybody has those moments where it's they're really sexual with their the the one they love, and uh, in LA is just my perception on women from LA that nightlife. But yeah, as for the emotion, that's that's it triggered something in my mind after Jessica. Mm-hmm. It triggered. I don't know what the hell it did. I can't explain it. If I read something someday and it tells me if you hit an emotion and it sets off something in your mind and you change your world, it changes your world. I'd love to read that, but as of right now, I don't I have no idea what it did. It just switched something in my mind. Mm-hmm. It was a life-changing experience, basically. Well, switching something in the mind is you going through a breakup. Is, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah, the first breakup. Like, somebody that you thought you wanted to be with forever, because that's the kind of person I am. You know, I, I don't go into relationships thinking that, like, yeah, I'm going to break up with you. No, I go into it, like, fully. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't try to... I don't try to do all this like, oh, I'm probably going to date a girl in the next two years because it's a waste of time. <laughs> like, I don't got the energy. Like, I'm really about all about the energy that I put into people. Mm-hmm. And it's like that is just like something that you if you can do it one year, you can do it the next year. And if you can do it that year, you can do it another year. You know what I mean? If you if you if you really love that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's what it's like with me. That's, that's really interesting. So if you are going to get into a relationship, you're committed. You're yeah, willing absolutely. to put all in. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We all should be, man. That's yeah. how it's supposed to That's be. How it's supposed to be. That's how it, like, this is the thing that people don't understand. That's how it's supposed to be. These people out here are just like they're savages, man. Like 2016 is it's is it's like trend setting to cheat on the one that you love. It's like weird. It's like crazy. It's all in music. It's like oh man, yeah. It's crazy. It's there, crazy. There is a lot of like whether it be in music and culture and now with technology and these apps and our phones make it makes it uh, seem like People are disposable, yeah. right? Like this relationships man. are disposable. If I don't like this thing about you, all right, I'm out. I'm I'm on to the next. Yeah, man. The world is like devaluating each other. Like it's it's crazy. Like nobody values anybody anymore, man. It's like through music sometimes, through television, through movies, through through just a lot of things that you see. You know what I mean? Instagram. It's like all these memes are just like disrespecting each other. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. It's crazy the world we're living in right now. It's uh, especially after everything that's recently happened, which is I'm not gonna go on because it's a really touchy subject with me. I do not like it. But the world is just like it's getting more distant. It's it's hard, you know. It's definitely hard. It's it's hard to not follow the same path because it's all around you. You know what I mean? One thing, by the way, actually one thing, one way to like kind of ignore your surrounding that you're in with like Instagram and all that stuff is just your craft. Because I, I remember one point I wasn't I wasn't writing as much I wasn't recording as much I was on Instagram I was going out a lot I was partying a lot and I started not valuing things you know like women were starting to get a little bit like uh, like blowing them off instead of appreciating appreciating them for who they are and and I started noticing this and I, I was like yo I am not happy right now with like how I'm thinking you know what I mean because like like being mentally prepared for everything is a be- is awesome it's a it's a, it's a really good feeling to know that like you're there in your mind you know at that point i wasn't i was like they, yo tell these girls to get out of here like like i ain't trying to fuck with them and and uh just friends you're not really valuing your friends as much cuz you want to go out and party and meet new friends and what i did to heal that basically was just get back in the studio start learning what you're doing like start getting focused again you know what I mean because we all want to reward ourselves with yeah I'm the artist and I'm successful so let me go prove let me go show everybody how successful I am but that's that's not the point you got to get back in the studio you got to learn more because if you expect to make it from the stage that you're in right now you definitely aren't going to 
you gotta be you gotta get better and that will keep you it will keep you grounded and humble like it's your craft will just take you where you need to go like when you're practicing it and you love to do it and you want to do it and you're doing it it will guide you away from all these things around you It'll guide you away from all the voices in your head and you'll stay focused you know that's that's one thing that's one thing to stay away from. i kind of agree a lot with that because there was a phase where i wasn't actively you know maybe i was managing my team members my like writers or whatever but i wasn't actually doing interviews myself yeah. i was letting them do the interviews or whatever and i started to kind of like forget why i was doing what i was doing or kind of not get that feeling of inspiration when i talk to artists or when i am active and actually doing what i was supposed to do you kind of as you said uh, your art your craft centers you and it kind of like it made me optimistic and positive and made me feel like if I was absorbed on social media, like then maybe you may have a negative or destructive type of point of view. But when you get into your craft, you can see that this is the one thing that I can do. This is the one my contribution to the world. This is how I believe I can make a difference. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, is that how you feel? Like, this is how I can make a difference? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all yeah. have, we. We all have to lead by example, yeah. even if no one's watching, you know what yeah. I mean? If we're all leading by example, then we're all feeding off each other because we're all trying to lead each other, which means we're all together. That's what we need, man. That's honestly, like, I'm, I keep it very generic, but that's what we need, man. We just need people to, like, start leading by example and showing, like, their side. Like, I value women. I wish I could show the world how much I value them, you know what I mean? But not everybody feels the same way, and I obviously don't have the... Uh, the pet, like I don't have the, the name platform. yet to, to yeah, the platform to to show everybody that yo you need to start valuing women bro because you're disrespectful it's like you, you you're not going nowhere with that shit like that is not cool I just wish that like people with more power can show love with that power you know what I mean yeah man it's it's hard it's a touchy subject with me because like mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that are on social media a lot and and uh, I'm like yo man why do you like feed yourself with that crap man like. You, because uh, if you guys haven't noticed, like I don't Instagram much. Like I have my phone, and then my data was completely cleared out because of calls, not even because of social media and stuff. Like my managers have to hassle me on um, social media. Man, social media is the most important thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. I need to. It's, that's something I need to practice too, man. That's something I definitely yeah. need to practice. I'm, I'm definitely not like into phones and stuff, but I try. But um, that's really interesting. I, I want to get uh, talk about that a little more. So yeah, your managers and management saying social media that's the thing you need to be on there. Da, 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 but yeah. you're kind of like back. You don't want to go all in on it. And why is that? Uh, honestly, because I didn't grow up with a phone. Like I don't like phones. I don't like the fact that I have something in my pocket that like I feel the need to check every two minutes. I hate that, man. I honestly hate that. Like. My phone's over there charging. I don't care about it right now. You know what I mean? When uh, you do something that's routine, the second it's it, you do something wrong, it's like, whoa, 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 what the hell? You leave your phone on the train and you get off the train. It's like your world ended for a little, for like the, a good two minutes. I hate that feeling. I'd rather just not have a phone and never go through that. I'd be that dependent I mean, on something. It's, yeah, it's it's hard because like obviously being part of a team you have to be connected you have to communication is key and that's the only reason why i have that thing is so because people used to try calling me and they would never be able to get a hold of me i would find a way to get a hold of them but uh but yeah it's funny man i do not like having a phone i don't how old are you 22 now 
22. You're 22 years old. So that's the typical 22-year-old is not saying these things. Yeah. There are some out there probably, but not 22-year-old yeah. artists who is not saying. It's funny, too, because, yeah. like, I thought I was the only one that, like, the only, like, 22-year-old person that, like, does not like having a phone until I met Daniel Caesar. He's like, I don't like having a phone either. I don't have a phone. I'm like, same. Like, it was it was awesome sharing that moment at the fact that, like, wow, I'm not the only one who doesn't have a phone. And not only that, chooses not to have a phone, you know? That thing is that thing is like a television, bro. It's brainwashing people. It brainwashes people, I'm telling you. I only yeah. use it for communication. That's the only reason why I use yeah. it, I'm telling you. When I went back to uh, where I'm from, Eritrea, the motherland yeah. in Africa, I was there for a month and I didn't have a phone. And the first few days, maybe the first week, it was like, yeah, that worried of like, you going into your pockets, but you don't have a phone to really check. Mm. But after the week, like I kind of felt like less stressed. Mm. I felt like I was more connected to what's happening in front of me with nature. I like it felt freeing. Mm. It felt so freeing actually you, to not have a phone and to just to be. You're right. When you have a phone, every five minutes or two minutes, or whatever, you just feel like check, checking, checking, checking. Mm-hmm. And not having that, it felt so great. And then I had to come back. Obviously, I had to have a phone again. Yeah. But there is, I think is this whole mobile phone thing, a smartphone thing, is still kind of new. Yeah. It's a new technology that maybe in a few years we'll know the real bad effects of it or whatever. Yeah. Like just at, at, like at, when I perform, right? Mm-hmm. And people have their phones out and stuff. I'm like, yo, uh, I feel like telling you, I feel like cutting the set and being like, yo, honestly, your brain is the best camera you have and it's the be- it's, it has a lot of memory yeah. on it like it's not going to die on you yeah. it's not it's not going to run out of power it's not yeah. going to you're not going to get a text throughout it in your brain yeah. like enjoy the moment in your mind you know what i mean and yeah. you can reflect on that instead of looking at your instagram and saying oh i remember that it shows how stupid we are sometimes you know what i mean we have to document things in order to remember it you know what i mean like oh i remember i went to paris that was such a nice picture Cool. Pictures are cool, you know what I mean? Like back in the day with those those ones with the disposable cameras yeah, disposable or the cameras, yeah. yeah. Um, those are cool, you know what I mean? Like yeah. saving a moment in history is cool, but like Instagram is just like yeah, check out this video and then the likes and then it's just it's so much, man. It's so much that goes into it in the mind. But sometimes I just wish like you put your phone down and just enjoy the moment and see it with your own eyes instead of through. Uh, a phone yeah. screen, you know what I mean? It's it's hard, bro. It's, it is hard. You have a valid point, but don't ever say that to the audience because oh, yeah, it's going to no, turn off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> some people just actually want to be able to save it and see it because, I mean, like, you'll never be able to see it as clear as... Yeah. as well, honestly, people. I think maybe 80 to 90% of the people won't even... Like, mm-hmm. it will, they won't even look at it again. And it's it's A lot of people are not going to look at those things again. Maybe they'll post it, but, like, that's it. I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't look a lot of things. They record yeah. everything and then... You're not going to watch a three-minute video again unless there's something crazy in there or whatever. Yeah, and, like, I, I remember I was uh, I was uh, at Daniel Caesar's show at the Mod Club, and uh, I started recording. I'm like, what? wait, why the hell am I recording this? And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, 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 okay. I was only recording it and posting it on Instagram because I wanted to show the people on Instagram, like, who Daniel Caesar is because I like supporting people that like I enjoy you know what I mean <laughs> I almost slipped up in a moment I was like recording him and I kind of forgot why because, well when I was listening to him and it was just amazing and I was kind of forgetting why and I felt like everybody else because everybody else had their phone out and I felt like I just felt weird for a moment I don't know why I said that but it was just weird and yeah. then I realized what I was doing it for him like okay you were unconscious yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah 
Beauty My Loneliness is the only song that has a John River, uh, the only artist and rapper I think featured on him. So why why did you get John River for this track, and why is he is he the, he's only the feature, the only feature yeah, in the whole I, thing? Yeah, yeah, I've only he's my first feature actually. Yeah. First, um, your first feature? Yeah, like on okay. my on my songs, yeah. man. John River is soul food, man. That dude, that dude is soul food. That man will like feed your soul for real, man. Like he is a good person. He is a genuinely good person. I remember I did East End, East mm-hmm. End of Things, and not a lot of people liked it because I was coming off Jessica, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I try something that's a little heavier. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally understand that's not me. And a lot of people say, that's not you. I don't I don't like it because it's not you. It's it, If it wasn't you, it would be a cool song, but it's not you, so I don't really like it. And, like, one thing as an artist is, like, I want to try everything. You know what I mean? I want to do every. I want to show how diverse I can be with with my music. You know what I mean? I don't want to do the same songs over and over again because then I'm going to sound like, like, the reason my mom doesn't like Adele. She thinks she sounds the same in every song. You know what I mean? I don't think so, but she does. It gets boring. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, Beauty of My Loneliness was basically about that. Like, people don't want me to to be good. Like, they don't want us to have success. <laughs> you know? What I mean? No, I'm kidding. They don't. They don't want us to try new things because they're so comfortable with what we started off with you know what I mean that was the beauty of my loneliness people really gravitated to my story of sadness but at the same time that is a hard place to be in you know what I mean it sucks to be in that place and it's like like you literally go through moments it's like should I like be with a girl like do stuff and make her break up with me and make me like should I feel bad and then I have something to write about like you go through some stupid reasons just to write music for other people but then you kind of like fall away from what you're doing it for like you're doing it for yourself at the end of the day and you're presenting it to people you know um so I wanted to let them know that like I get this beauty in my loneliness but like I gotta live too you know what I mean and um and I felt like that's John Rivers story too in a city where trap music is is killing it John Rivers still stays true to his roots. You know what I mean? That dude actually raps. Like, actually raps. He actually spits on stuff. Like, hip-hop. You know what I mean? Hip-hop. Not no trap. Not no joke. Not no not no joking bars. Not just... He's not trying to sound cool on a track. Like, the man records just like he raps, and he raps just like he does on stage and anywhere else. His enthusiasm is amazing. You know what I mean? Have you have you seen John River before? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The man is amazing. It's like, like he's like pouring his soul out to yeah, you. You're like, oh my god, I what is this? He was in the booth, and uh, we were. He was. He was uh, for the Utopia show. He was yeah. doing the the verse on breathe, and this was like the first time I'm ever like actually encountering with John, like mm-hmm. like face to face. And he was just. He went in the booth, and this guy was like tired as hell. He's like, yo, I'm so tired, man. Like, yeah, I gotta do this show, but I'm really tired. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Just just stay at your own pace, you know. This man goes five minutes. He's cool. He's like, oh, I, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. And then this man says, yo, it's time to show what you got, bro. So he's talking to himself. He's like, yo, it's time to shine, man. And then this man starts throwing the hands like in the booth. And he's like, this guy starts going off. And I'm just like, yo, this guy really loves what he's doing. <laughs> so it's crazy, man. It's really inspiring, bro. Because it's like, just, like that guy shows you how much he loves to do what he does. And it's not just the hand movements. It's his passion that goes into it. It's this yeah. volume. It's... It's uh, it's personality. The man is a freaking sweetheart, man. I'm telling you, the man is a f- soul food, man. He feeds my soul. I'm, he makes me want to become a better person. It's so strange. But yeah, man, for beauty and my loneliness, it's like people want you to be a certain way, but you give them what you want to give them at the end of the day. People definitely want... It would be the easy route for John River to do trap music. 
and be successful in Toronto because it's what ex- it's what's expected from a rapper in Toronto. You know what I mean? But his beauty is in his rap, his hip hop, his way of doing things. You know, authenticity. I mean? Exactly, and that's why I put John River on the track. Like first person that came to mind. I'm like, this song is good. How can we take it to a next level of the idea? Let's put John River on. The first the first idea, I'm like, John River would be perfect for this because people would like it if he did trap music. It would be cool, but he stays authentic to his roots, mm-hmm. and that's why he's on it. Yeah, it was just a, it was a match made in heaven with that song. It was like, yeah, John Rivers the guy for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And speaking about the current environment of where music is at, yes, we have trap, and then we have the sing rap, yeah. singer sing rappers, rap, yeah. and seeing Daniel Caesar perform at North by Northeast a couple of weeks ago, and going to the Division concert this past week, it made me it refresh my mind. I'm like, huh. I really like people who could sing, man. This is yeah. re- it became refreshing to me again to actually see singers who could sing live. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of almost forgot what this was like. Exactly. It's right. kind of sucks. You get caught up in the six, man. I'm telling you, like this whole six side thing is getting people caught up. It's like, yeah, we we do that uh, party next door, doing doing uh, come and see me for once. It's like, it's it's singing, but it's not singing to me. Like, um. It's it's not enough, you know what I mean? It's, it's to impress people. It's not to, for me, it's not to express anything. Yeah, man, it's so easy to get caught up in Toronto, man. When I'm in New York, I never get caught up with like other artists and whatever that what else is going on around me. Like that's what I love about New York. But in Toronto, it's like you can really get caught up here. And then when you see why is that? Because everybody's trying to make it, and you've seen like something that's working for them, and then you want to make it. Is that why? There's kind of desperation of like, we want to make it. It's or? like it's like living in a village with the king. Everything revolves around the king. Who's the king of Toronto? Drake. You know what I mean? So it's like, in a city where all the eyes are on this one man, how will you shine? You know what I mean? How? What's your story? How will you make it out of that? Because realistically, like we're all trying to be bigger than that dude. Everybody. Will he allow us? It's not a matter of him allowing us. It's just a matter of what we can do. Anybody is physically capable of shining brighter than him. That is physically possible. It's just a matter of can it, like how are we going to do that? You know what I mean? He he set the bar. Now it's for us to try to raise past it. Not in an offensive way because we want to push Drake down. Just because we want to, we see that guy. And we want to be better than that. You know what I mean? For our for our own sake. And it's hard in a city where like because Drake is booming like. Like, 50 Cent was booming back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, like straight out of New York, like, he was the New York face, you know what I mean? Just that kind of, uh, like, Lil Wayne, every, all of them have their prime, and they're, like, the hottest thing in the game. Drake is going through that right now, you know what I mean? And in a city where everybody looks at the city, but when they look at, like, oh, Toronto's popping, but it's popping because of, like, party Drake in the weekend, you know what I mean? It's not popping because of all the other artists. Like, the rest of the world doesn't see all the artists. It's it's for us to like push through that, you know what I mean? Alicia did kind of did that a little bit. She still got to like keep going, keep going. But um, she's she's definitely like a person that I look up to in a sense of like that, you know, the idea of pushing through that that little atmosphere of into the stars. You know what I mean? It's it's a little difficult. It's a little difficult when the spotlight's on you. Mm-hmm. How will you shine? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and when when it's not fully on you, it's on. Drake, you know what I mean? It's that OVO sound. It's on a sound, you know? Um, and you're not about that sound. How will you shine? Everybody has their own journey and how they make it. And um, 
there's one thing that you guys did before you released just for now. You kind of like approached all the tastemakers, curators, people who are, you know, in a position to do something. And you kind of spent time with all of them and like actually you played just for now and with some headphones and on, off your Mac. And you took time to do that over a few days or whatever. And why was why was that important to do that? It's always nice to get a reaction out of people early before you drop things. One of it wasn't just for the music. Some some of it was with people that we know. So we just wanted to re like reinvent our our relationship and just like show face and be like, hey guys, we're still doing music in case because it's been a while, you know, and it's been it's been a while. Also because we're just friends with everybody and we want them, we want to we want to show like you, you know, like we want to show people uh, just early and and see what see what their mind is about. It's basically like scientists studying something before it happens you know what i mean it's kind of like that uh but we're just studying it we're allowing you to study and give us give us your um your thoughts on it you know so that's what it basically was it was just fun uh, it was a new experience you get to go around the city show people your music and and talk about it it's it, that's the training process too you know what i mean everything is training like this interview is training for me you know what i mean to be more comfortable talking because i never used to do that stuff to go show somebody something that they have no idea what they're about to listen to and then you you talk about it it's still a training process you know that's how i think about it like it's still like yeah this experience is going to help me learn so let's do it you know so we did it and it was a good experience it was fun got a lot of good positive uh, reactions from the music it just pumps you up even more for the release you know so it, that was important it mm -hmm. was important to do i think it was a good idea it was a great idea and it gets you invested and it gets you to actually you know rather than getting a, a million emails a day all these busy people you get to sit down you get to actually experience it so what's next then just for now is out what is like what's the next six months looking like next for you six months yeah. uh it's still gotta talk to the uh managers and uh and and kaz and kaz yeah just to uh see how are we gonna take it to the next level you know what i mean i mean i can do what i've been doing in the past i can do manifesto again if i wanted to, if i if i really wanted to you know what i mean if the opportunity obviously came but if i wanted to i could do things that i've done before but it's like let's try something new and take it to the next level you know what i mean that's the main goal that's the main goal even with the music start working with new people people that have been around a lot more like pops i don't know if you've heard of pops yes pops wow man that guy's been in the game that's like my mentor when it comes to production man mm -hmm. the guy's wicked start working with new people and just stay humble and 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 keep a good mindset you know mm -hmm. mind state is everything and just keep going just keep going man and excel excel and get better and learn new things try new things you know the the same old the same old but uh just new level New level. I'm on a new level. Yeah, man. Any last thoughts that you wanted to leave uh, the people with, man? One quote that I always have. For all you artists, strategic thinking and planning will get you further than your skill, your voice, and your talent will ever get you. That is one thing I really try to preach to people. Like, if you think about, like, if, if I'm Little B, my music isn't going to pop on the radio strategic planning putting that music where it needs to be where people want to hear it where people were where you give it to people that will participate in calling him bass god that's smart you know what i mean he's bigger he might not have the talent but he has the talent within his brain of where to put that you know what i mean the strategic thinking of where should we place this 
instead of just saying like I'm great, I'm a great singer, I'll fit in anywhere. You put me in anywhere and I'll kill it. Because realistically, that's not the case. So you got to think before before you uh, before you act because thinking is stronger than your skill any day, like any single day. That's a great example because when you think about Little B, the base god, and like. His curse on Kevin Durant now that he's lifted and like how he's part of pop culture, yeah, and how he got there and maybe the Gucci men's where you know, you know his music may not, he may not be the best lyricist in the world, but like think about how revered these people are mm-hmm. and how did that happen and how did they get there? Strategic thinking, man. It's, yeah. it's putting it where it needs to be. It's putting it in this corner, not this corner. You know what I mean? Because it will it will excel in this corner and it won't excel in that corner. It's smart, man. It's like I used to always think that, like, well, how does this guy do it? Because he doesn't have the talent to be there. But it's like, yo, Kaz told me, he's like, yo, you know it's a talent placing the music where it will excel, right? That's the hustle. That's the hustle part. It's like you can give it to the people with the money or the people who will enjoy the music, you know what I mean? Or the people who won't like it. What are you going to do? you got to be talented enough to know where to place your music. You know, uh, it's all branding, it's all promo, like all that stuff. The brain is a muscle, man, and you got to think sometimes, and and that is a talent in itself. And if you think and you do something and you get it right, bang, you just got your shot, based off a thought that came out of thin air. You know what I mean? That that's important. Like that's important, way more important than the talent that goes into it. My high notes aren't gonna get me there. <laughs> the high notes that I sing and the stories that I sing aren't gonna get me anywhere. It's the thinking. That will get me there. It's the plans, it's the moves that we decide to make based off our thoughts and and our ideas. You know what I mean? That's what will get us there any day of the week because the talent will never get you to where you want to be. The thought of where it should go will. That's what I believe. That's that's what I believe. You've sparked some great thoughts and ideas in my head. Pluto, I thank you for your time on the Columbia Show podcast, and I appreciate it, man. Yes, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Always appreciate it, man. Always a good time. Always a good time on the Come Up Show, man. Telling you. Bam. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the homie Pluto, the ninth wonder. Make sure you check out the EP just for now. It is out. And please rate us on iTunes, on the Come Up Show podcast. We need your love. We need your ratings and your comments. It will make the world of a difference. My name is Chetto. I appreciate you listening. I'll catch you next Wednesday. Peace.